And I don't really know much about superheroes, but... Sorry to hear that, man. I know enough to know that the Hulk isn't that good. Anyways. He doesn't really do a lot. He's just... Big. Big and strong. He's kind of like... destroys shit. He's kind of like the Wyatt Teller. Sure. Of Marvel, probably. Sure. They probably based the character off of Wyatt Teller, wouldn't you say? I could see it. Anyways. Are you all ready? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of 4.30 in the morning. This is your boy, Ben. And Pat is back as well. How you doing, Pat? I'm doing all right. I'm a little tired. A little tired. This new schedule is yeah. kind of kicking my ass. But Yeah, t- it's, I'm sure it takes a minute to... Uh... Yeah, it's going to take a minute to adjust. Anyways, we apologize, listeners, for getting that last episode up late. I'm on a flip-flop work schedule for a little bit, so... Yeah, we'll, we'll get them up as soon as we can, when we can. It might be more of an every-other-week thing right now, just depending on our schedules. But we'll get back into the swing of things eventually, so... Definitely. Keep listening. The content isn't going to go away. The quality isn't going to go away. Definitely. We just got to get some things figured out. But we will still be here. You'll still get to listen to our lovely voices. Definitely. Anyways, episode number what? What do we say? 78? 78. 78. Who do you got for 78 today? Alejandro Villanueva. You know, he's not a bad guy. He's not. But as a player, he's kind of... I think he retired. He did retire. And I'll tell you what. The the first three, four years of his career, he was at, he was really solid. He was a really good lineman. And sure. then he, he fell off kind of towards the middle of his career. And then he just continued to, to just kind of go down. Did you know that when he played... I think he played an Army. I'm pretty sure he played yeah. an Army. Yep. Did you know that he played not only... I don't even think he played offensive line. No. He I was think, a defensive end... A tight end yeah. and a, a wide a receiver, wide receiver. Which yep. is crazy. <laughs> and he started off with the Eagles as a defensive end. And then he ended up converting. I think the Steelers decided to take a chance on him and convert him to tackle, which is probably the best position for him. Yeah, he's huge. He's but massive. He's an interesting guy. Army vet. Mm-hmm. Army ranger. Yes. Pretty good guy. I got another good guy, uh, Jack Conklin for the Browns. Yep. He's all right. Very good. Very uh, good. Two-time first-team All-Pro. And I didn't realize that he's only 27 years old. Wow. It seems like he's been around for a while. Yeah. But he's he's uh, he's pretty good. Went to Michigan State. Nice. Eighth overall pick by the Titans back in 20, 2015, 2016, something like that. He's pretty good, though. Solid right tackle. One of the you best know, in the league. Michigan State produces some pretty good football players. It depends. There was a year, a couple of years ago, where they didn't have a single player drafted. Le'Veon Bell came from Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, which, well, he used to be pretty good. Lord knows what he can do now. Who else? Uh, Connor Cook. Pretty sure Connor Cook went there. Um, my father used to have a list of Michigan State quarterbacks in the NFL. I feel like this draft they had a couple good players get drafted. I don't know why I can't think of any. I don't know. This is a weak intro. Damata <laughs> uh, Pecco. I believe he went to Michigan State. Anyways, on to our, the, real, the real stuff. The news stories. Yes, on to the news stories. What do we have today, sir? I think I have like two news stories. All right, I've got three, and mine are pretty weak. Okay, you can get rolling. Okay, my first one's going to come from the New York Times. I'm not, I'm not going to read this one. I'm just going to kind of talk about it. Sure. CNN Plus streaming service <laughs> will shut down weeks after it starts. Yeah, it didn't go too good. So CNN decided that they wanted to launch their own subscription-based streaming service on the internet. Similar to Netflix or Disney Plus or any of these ridiculous. There's so many of them out there now. Right. CNN decided, why can't we have our own streaming service? Our, our cable network that nobody watches anymore. <laughs> we need more content out there. Somehow we can do something better on the streaming service than what we're already doing on our cable network. So they put together this star-studded lineup of people, these high-profile anchors. Even Chris Wallace was one of them. 
Wow. That was going to be featured on CNN Plus, and they launched it. So basically the same goofballs they already have on yeah, there? Yeah, pretty much. Ugh. They launched it, and they were averaging less than 10,000 daily users. <laughs> Think about that for a second. That's sad. They were producing all this content at a big-ass launch party. It was this big celebration, <sighs> and it's like, yeah, well, this isn't sustainable. Unreal. We can't do this. This is the dumbest idea that we've ever had. What? Uh, how embarrassing. I don't understand what their plan is. Like, how many people are going to pay for that? Like, who the fuck's going to pay for that? Literally. Nobody has time to follow the news. Well, I guess a lot of people probably do. Most people don't. People that have money don't. Most people that watch CNN, it's 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 background noise. Yeah, that is true. So their everyday, whatever they do in their home, I've never seen anybody actually just sit down and watch and CNN. watch their content. Like, ooh, I, I, I have to see Brian Seltzer's yeah, program. Like nobody, There's no one tuning no in No one gives that. a damn yeah. about Brian Seltzer. <laughs> Most of the ratings you're right is just background noise probably it, literally at least half of the viewers maybe there's maybe there's a select few people that actually watch them and actually like them yeah see i think we talk about brian seltzer more than anybody else in the world does i'd say so and don lamont fucking don lamont at least chris cuomo's out of there yeah i don't know i just think it's hilarious that's I don't, great. I don't That's understand why did why why do they think that people are gonna watch this? It's like you can watch most of the shit for free on ES or not on YouTube, anyways. Yeah, that's all you really need. Even if you do, nobody needs CNN. But even if you needed CNN, you can get your daily dose of whatever. Give Brian Seltzer one of his five hundred daily views on YouTube. So yeah, yeah so CNN, CNN Plus. What a joke! I feel like Brian Seltzer came up with the idea. So there's CNN Plus. Like, they literally just copied Disney Plus. It's not even the yeah. same parent company. What the fuck is up with that? Like, can we just can we just call this 4.30 in the morning Plus? Yeah. And start our own streaming? Doesn't like, seriously? Di- doesn't Disney own CNN? No. Oh, they don't? Oh, AT&T, AT&T does. AT&T does. That's right. AT&T owns CNN, How HBO. Did, why, why did AT&T sign off on this? It was just part of the Time Warner package. They wanted, time, they wanted to get uh, in the media. Because oh, okay. they wanted to get in the cable streaming because... American Telephone and Telegraph. No one uses a landline anymore, and no one sure shit sucks telegraphs. <laughs> they had to get into something different. Their sure. biggest business is cable broadband at this point. Sure. They're still kind of a utility company, but when you're in that business, you also want to get as much media content under your control as possible. So they bought Time Warner, or Warner Media, or whatever the fuck it is, which is the parents of CNN. Mm. They also got, like, Warner Brothers, sure. HBO. That's why HBO maxes all the Warner Brother movies all the way, like, right away. Sure. It's because of that. Makes sense. So, anyways, it's all under the same umbrella. I did a lot of research on this once. It is kind of interesting. But Disney is its own parent company. It's like, like, Disney and AT&T are on equal footing. A offshoot of Disney would be, like, ESPN, ABC, who I think yeah. is not under that I, umbrella. Disney owns a lot of shit. Yeah. I know that for a fact. So... Like ABC Family, remember that? Mm-hmm. I think it's free form now. Got that every Saturday back in the day. Really? I don't like. It. I don't like it. I mean, yeah, me neither. It wasn't my type of content, except when they had. It's always. I'm, I'm or, thinking of Disney. Never mind. It, it, when they had whose line is it anyway on at like eleven o'clock at night on summer summer nights. I used to watch that every time. Yeah, it's pretty good. Anyways. What do you got today, sir? You're so, wasting time today. No, you're good. My first one is from Complex. 100-year-old man sets Guinness World Record by working for the same company for 84 years. I saw this one. <laughs> this is incredible. A 100-year-old Brazilian man has set the Guinness World Record for the longest tenure at the same company after working for a textile firm for 84 years. Guinness World Records reports the record was verified on January 6th. Walter Orthman, 
who turned 100 on April 19th, started working for Renew View, previously called Industrious Renew SA, when he was just 15 years old in January 1938. Back in 1938, kids were expected to work and help support the family. As the oldest son, five, my mother took me to find a job at age of 14. Could, could you imagine? Just think about this for a second. His I don't know. Mom, I don't know why I feel like he has a country accent. His mom walked him down the street at age fourteen and dropped him <laughs> off at this place, basically, and said, "Get a job." And he stayed there his entire life. Unbelievable. Think about that. I was given the opportunity to work as a salesperson. He continued. I traveled to Sao Paulo in less than one week. I filled the production with orders equivalent to three months of work. That's pretty, pretty incredible. Good. Yeah, at fourteen. I want him on my line. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Calling the Guinness World Record his proudest achievement, Orthman said, that's his proudest achievement? Like, well, breaking the record? I feel like just being there that long is the... It, it's like it's like the end cap of a long I guess, yeah. Long God. I don't think we needed to cut that. But. <laughs> Orthman said that has helped him obtain the record and is focusing on the present. I don't do much planning nor care much about tomorrow. All I care about is that tomorrow will be another day in which I will wake up, get up, exercise and go to work orthman said you need to get busy with the present not the past or the future here and now is what counts that's the end of it (laughs) (laughs) fucking accent where the hell did that come from i don't know i feel like this dude's country i don't know where where is he from again uh we could probably find out brazil (laughs) oh he's from brazil (laughs) brazil (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But Anyways, oh well. That is a great news story, though. Yeah, I'm very that was good. I'm I'm impressed by that guy. Yeah, me too. Unbelievable. That's not, incredible. Not only is he a good worker and staying that long, he's effective. Exactly. Yeah, that's impressive. You don't really see that a whole lot. Exactly. Anyways, I got one, or I got two more actually. All right. Um, my first one comes, or my second one rather, comes from UPI Odd News. Police capture pair of roaming goats in Philadelphia. Nice. A pair of goats named Jack and Jill were apprehended by police after they were spotted roaming the streets of Philadelphia's Kensington neighborhood. The incident ju- took place just before 4 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Maybe they're getting ready to listen to 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Your fucking face when you said that. <laughs> Anyways. Jack and Jill. Wasn't that a fucking TV show or something? It was like a, like a nursery rhyme. Jill and Joan. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Oh. Uh, wasn't there a Jack and Jill movie or you're thinking of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No. Continue. Sorry. CBS Philly uploaded to Twitter video footage of police trying their best to crawl the goats into the squad cars. Into the squad cars? <laughs> what? Jack and Jill were then returned to their home, which was located about three blocks away. That has to be the oddest thing I've ever seen. Rumilio Torres of Nicetown in Philadelphia said, I don't think he gets out of Philly too often. Probably not. Recently, police in England had to round up a loose goat that was running through the lanes of a busy highway. They probably needed the guy from, what was it, New Jersey with the lasso? The lasso guy, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like, <sighs> Now, this is in, in the middle of Philadelphia, though. That's a pretty big city. That's why you know, top five in the U.S. population-wise. So you got to hand it to these guys. They didn't call any of the animal rescue crew or anything. They took care of this issue themselves. Yeah, I mean... Loaded them up in the squad car. I feel like I could rumble with a goat. Do you think you could handle a goat? Like, okay, let's just say there's a situation. There's a situation where it's like your life depends on you at your house catching a goat in the neighborhood. Like, it's within like a a tent house radius. If my life depended on it, I'm sure I could take it. You just got to get it into your car, basically. You think you could do it? I could probably do it, yeah. All right. I could probably get a hold of it. I feel like it's manageable. Now, something bigger than that would be tough. Now, a horse, I'm not going to get. I just, you know, I just feel like it could kick you. And 
that would fucking hurt really bad. But it's not going to be like a horse where it's going to generate a ton of force. It could yeah, hurt. But, it could cut you. I bet it could, you know, if it hits your leg right, it could probably break your leg. I don't know about a goat. I don't know. A horse, yes. Uh, yeah, a horse fuck you up. Yeah. I don't know. Are, do, how, how big do goats get? Like a little bit bigger than a dog maybe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I've never. I haven't encountered many. You never. Goats. You never encountered a goat before. I have, like at the zoo. Sure. But I, I don't go to the zoo all the time. You gotta take Hudson. I do. We just took Hudson. Did you guys see the goats? We did see the goats. Did he like the goats? He loved the goats. See, he could probably help you out with this. Probably. He probably. Get he them. knows how to feed them. Does he? He could lure them. That could work. Okay, we're, we got a plan. I'll tell you what, if this scenario happens, call me up. Make sure I'm in the area so I can, like, videotape this. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll post it. Yes. We'll post it to our Facebook page. Definitely. And we'll tweet it. We'll tweet it at 30 and the. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got with that one. That was a good one. All right. My next one is another one from UPI Odd News. Uh-oh. California couple arrives home to find hundreds of birds in the house. I'm happy you're bringing this one because I saw this one today and... It looked pretty good. Yeah, we'll see what it's all about. I haven't read it yet. I haven't either. Sometimes so. I like to surprise myself with these, with some of these. Sure. <laughs> a California couple returned home after a trip to find inside of their home had been taken over by hundreds of birds. Gary and Patty Rietmeyer said they returned to their Reading home after a trip to Sacramento and discovered hundreds of swallows had apparently flown into the house through the chimney. The Rietmeyer said a neighbor who'd stopped by their home to feed their cat about 14 hours before they arrived home reported there appeared to be about 20 birds in the house. (laughs) As we pulled up, we were thinking, you know, 20 birds or so, that's no big deal. <laughs> no way. No way. We, we, we can handle this. <laughs> we opened the door and it's like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. <laughs> Gary Rietmeyer told KRCR-TV. There were birds flying everywhere. I mean, it was crazy. We were ducking and dodging. <laughs> The couple said this was the first incident of this kind in their 30 years of living in the home. The Rietmeyers <laughs> hired workers with ServPro to clear out the home, but they said they would have to stay with their daughter in Sacramento for a while. Oh, my God. You can't get all the bird stuff out of the furniture, Gary Rietmeyer said. So all the furniture is gone. All the carpet is gone. The blinds are gone. Everything. Everything is gone. <laughs> Oh, that's rough. That's unbelievable. Have you ever seen that Alfred Hitchcock movie called The Birds? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, A Torrance, California family faced similar situation in April of 2021 when hundreds of Vos Swift bird species swooped down their chimney into the home. That's worded weird, Ben Hooper. But, uh, yeah, wow, absolutely incredible. That's that's one of the more ridiculous things I've heard ever. So... Um, I, I couldn't stop what, laughing during that. What what I don't understand, okay. The Rietmeyer said a neighbor who stopped by their home to feed their cat about 14 hours before they arrived home reported there appeared to be about 20 birds in the house. So the invasion must have just started at that point then. Did they not say anything? What's this cat doing? This cat should be killing these things. Yeah. Well, 20 birds or so. That's no That's big no deal. That's no big deal. Unbelievable. That's business as usual. <laughs> Dude, if I saw one bird in my house, I would freak the fuck out. We had about two or three get in in my lifetime. Unbelievable. It was a fucking nightmare. No way. 
Oh, I would freak out. Oh, my God. Twenty uh, Hundreds of birds. Now, what the hell happened? Why their house? How, uh, yeah. Did they not close the chimney before they left? Be sure to check the chimney, honey. I mean, what is this? What is this? I don't know. I've never had a fireplace. Is, I haven't either. Is so. that something you do? You I, check the fucking chimney? I did have a squirrel fall. Well, we, I talked about it before. A squirrel fall on a fireplace once. Are you serious? At my uncle's house. I talked about it oh. on the show. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. A while ago. It was back when I was a kid. Oh, I think I remember now. Hundreds of birds. Now, what was luring them down there? Yeah, I don't know. I can't even... The, this is... There's a lot... We need to follow up on this one. Somebody needs... Like, a scientist needs to get in on this shit. Yes, definitely. If you know anything about avian behavioral... Behavioral? Is that a word? Behavior? Yes. Avery, avian behavior. Please tweet us at 30 in the Or comment on our Facebook page. I think these were swallows. That's what the article said. Kind of like in Monty Python? Yes. In Afri- they could be African swallows. They could be. Anyways, that was an excellent news story. Yep, that's all I I apologize I for laughing through that. No, you For you, some reason, that scratched my funny bone. It was really funny. Anyways, I got one more. This one comes from our favorite, UPI, Odd News. All right. We had a lot of odd news today. Man opens up emergency door, walks on wing after United Flight lands in Chicago. <laughs> Authorities say they arrested a passenger at O'Hare International Airport in Chicago on Thursday after he opened the emergency exit on a flight that just landed, walked onto the wing, and slid to the ground. So he just wanted to get out in his own time, huh? Yes. Okay. Chicago police said the man was on a United Airlines flight that had just arrived from San Diego. Officials said the airliner was taxiing to the gate just before dawn Thursday when the man left his seat and opened the plane's emergency door. (laughs) Police officers arrest the impatient passenger after confronting him on the ground. Our ground crew stopped the individual outside the aircraft, and the person is now with law enforcement, a United spokesman told WLS-TV. The plane then arrived at the gate, and all passengers deplaned safely. The safety of our customers and crew is our highest priority. Other airport operations were not affected, and authorities said the charges are pending against the man who left early. He was not immediately identified. Thursday's incident came just a few weeks after another man, who was not a passenger, climbed onto the wing of a Chicago Midway airport while he was naked. (laughs) Officials say that man had climbed the fence around the airport to get out of the tarmac, but got caught in some barbed wire and disrobed before making it to the plane. Oh, boy. So that's all I got for that one. So for the first guy, how did he think this whole thing would end? (laughs) You know what's funny? He think he was just going to walk out of there? Is I've seen some animated people that just think that they can do whatever the hell they want to because they're really smart. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not sitting there. I'm I'm tired of the shit. I'm getting the hell out of here. Let's go. And then just doing this shit and then acting like it's not going to be a big deal. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like there are people with that type of personality. (laughs) They're just like, fuck it. I got to get out of here. This is, this is bullshit. This whole thing is bullshit. This whole thing's bullshit. Safety doesn't matter. And then there's a door. Somehow, somehow they're like, they justify it to themselves. Yes, exactly. I feel like that's that's the type of scenario that we have here. It sounds now, like. I, to, there's no other way to explain this. To walk out onto the wing, though, and just kind of slide <laughs> down. What the fuck? Like, you couldn't pop out the slide? Now, this guy had to have not had baggage that he cared about. Yeah. He's not getting that shit back. Or maybe he thought he could just walk into the airport Now, where do you wait. go? Where do you go at that point? Yeah. Like, yeah. See, I've never been on a plane before, so I have no idea, but... You've never been on a plane? No, never. No shit. Well, we're going to have to change that. we got to go on a trip. I don't know about that. I don't know if you want to travel with me. There's a big difference between hanging out with somebody once a week and traveling with them. Dude, we could travel. We probably could. Are you kidding I me? mean, we've been, we've been friends for a while. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know the main topic. Do you have any more news? 
Nope, that's all I got. For Should news. we wrap up our our previous news segment a little bit? I didn't think it was that controversial. What what we had last last episode with the jail with the prisons? Oh yeah, I thought that was good. I really didn't think it was that controversial. I could see how some people would get pent up about it, but you I, know the reason why the reason why you wouldn't integrate prisons in the first place is because you really don't want prisoners getting pregnant. Hundred percent so creates a problem. Yes. So the fact that we've created that problem again is negating the reason why the the, <laughs> the whole thing was set up in the first place. You know what I mean? Definitely. That's got to be a big reason why. Maybe not the biggest reason why, but it's got to be a big reason why. So maybe the biggest reason why. I would feel like violence would probably be the biggest or, or reason why. yeah yeah sure. Still, now what's funny is back when I was playing D and D Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. I did this whole thing where we had this book. One of my friends had this book where you simulate the background of your character and you just roll dice and you find out what your background of your character was. And my character was born in prison. <laughs> and it's like it's like a one out of a hundred chance that you're gonna get that background. And I'm like, how the hell is that possible? Like, what kind of <laughs> thing happened where this character was born in prison? That's hilarious. And now, now, now we have an answer to that. And now question. we have an answer. Yes. So, anyways, I'm a dork. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That's funny. On to the main topic, though. What is the main topic today, Ben? Pat, this is your episode. Is it? Yes. You I feel like up... this is gonna be a Ben episode. Oh God, I hope not. What is the main topic today, sir? We're gonna be going over misconceptions. Yes, this is actually a pretty fun episode to research. I learned a lot during this one. Sure. This is misconceptions. Anything that is, like, well-believed. Basically a mistaken belief. Yes. Now, I've had plenty of misconceptions as, on my own over the years. Sure. Like, I used to think that Washington State was where Washington, D.C. was. And Mount Rushmore is also there. <laughs> And then it really blew my mind to find out that Washington, D.C. was actually between Maryland and Virginia. Yeah. And I was like, well, what the hell is the point of Washington State then? Right. I figured, like, Washington State was, like, a really good defensible position against the British. Because back when I was a little kid, I was mostly concerned about the British. Right. I still thought that the Revolutionary War was going on <laughs> Jesus. something like that. How old were you when you figured out the Revolutionary War was not going well, on? Well, I thought that I still thought they were a threat. Oh. I thought they were still pissed off. I'm, they, I'm sure they're still kind of pissed off. But. Like, I was... Honestly, afraid of the Redcoats as a kid. <laughs> like, if seriously. Is that why The Patriot is your favorite movie growing up? It's one of the reasons. Nice. Anyways, so I had a bunch. I'm probably going to get into some more later on. But All right, so I got a few random ones that you've probably heard before. Sure. Now, what I realized during this is that the adults in my life have been bullshitting me for a very long time. Yeah, definitely. And I'm finding out that a lot of things I was just taught as fact aren't even true. So, 100%. Anyways, did you know that a penny dropped from the Empire State Building? is not going to kill somebody. I saw this one. Saw that one? Yeah. It could hurt. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. Like, But that's true. You always think that it's that could kill you. It can't reach its terminal velocity. It makes sense. Yeah. Do you know that carrots don't really enhance night vision? I think I saw that one too. I guess basically this whole carrot thing, it can help a little bit if you have like a vitamin A deficiency. It can help your sight a little bit. But it's only in that scenario. Like eating more carrots is going to make your eyesight better. Right. That being said, that whole carrots make your eyesight better was a World War II British disinformation campaign <laughs> the fucking british well it, because their, their pilots are really good and they were trying to come up with people were trying to figure out well, why the hell are these british pilots seeing all this shit they had radar that's <laughs> literally what it was but they told everybody that they were just ate a lot of carrots <laughs> they ate that's a lot hilarious. of carrots and that was it that's good and did you know that napoleon wasn't really that short ah. everybody talks about how napoleon was the little the little whatever he was listed as five foot two inches in french feet which is where everybody assumes that he was only five foot two right French feet back then were about the equivalent of five foot seven and feet that we understand. Okay, so it was pretty pretty average height. Which would have been the rough roughly the average for an eighteenth century Frenchman. Maybe even a little bit taller than average. Yeah, like I'm five seven, five eight, I think. So you're Napoleonic height then. Basically. Are you gonna take over Europe anytime soon? Probably not. Let me know if you do. Was he the one that played the fiddle that 
says Rome burned, or no, that was Nero. That is actually a misconception too. Is it? That actually never happened. Doesn't he actually, he me. actually wasn't in the city. It was either Nero or. Um, that, that's it's not like a Nero thing to do. Yeah, that's actually a misconception. I don't even have it down, but I saw it. Okay. I read about it. That there's a uh, there's a myth that he played the fiddle while the city burned. There's right. a ton of satire. Yeah. From that time, because they were they wrote yeah. a lot of satire back then. Yeah. That kind of got misconstrued in the actual history. So that that's probably where that came from. Or it wasn't a fiddle. It was like a. It was. Did I think it was fiddles back. Then? Yeah, they didn't. That was the thing. Like it would have been a harp or a lute or a, a lute. Okay. It, w- it would have been a lute. Yeah, that's funny. Anyways, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. And here's another good one, real quick. I'll do one more. Trick or treating has always been a scary time for parents because everyone assumes that strangers are going to poison the candy. Yeah. There's never actually been a case of that happening where someone's gotten seriously injured or killed from candy they got from a stranger during trick or treating. Well, there is there is a case of oh. We're going to have to bring Paige on the show and ask her about it because her and I watched a bunch of crime documentaries over quarantine. Okay. And there was a case of a boy dying from getting a piece of candy from this dude on Halloween. Really? I'm pretty sure, yes. I'll have to ask her about it. Don't quote me on that, but we're going to do a late night wrap up next okay, episode yeah, we and we're going to talk about it. Because there have been, there have been situations where parents have poisoned their own kids during Halloween. Jesus God Almighty. But according to my research, it, there hasn't been a serious case of this. Hmm. So Yeah, I'll is, find out. Which is funny. I feel like that's one of the situations where somebody had the idea that, oh, well, somebody could do this. Mm-hmm. Then it just, like, oh, yeah, they could do this, couldn't they? Then it just became this whole big phenomena. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's funny. Anyways, what do you got today, sir? So, Pat, have you ever heard of the Salem witch trials? Yeah, so you know what? I almost did this one. It's a good one. It's a common misconception that accused women of... Um, that that accused women of witchcraft or the devil's magic were burnt at the stake for those crimes. This actually didn't really happen. Now, there were trials in Massachusetts between 1692 and 1693, and around 200 women were accused, and twenty about 20 were put to death. Now, a common execution at that time would be by hanging, and I guess one dude was, like, smashed by a big-ass stone yeah, or something. Yeah, or crushed to death or crushed something. Crushed to death or something like that. But nobody was ever burned at the stake. That has been a complete fabrication. Now, how the hell did they... How, now, did, that, how did that become a thing? Like, why did everybody assume... Is it, no, it's because of Joan of Arc, probably. Yeah, That's probably. probably. It probably all got tied into the same thing. Yeah, I guess historians believe that people... The majority of them were actually not practicing witchcraft or any type of devil worshiping anything. Sure. And they actually think that um, the accusers and the the women, the witches or whatever, were actually like uh, hallucinating and having a bad reaction to like drug or something. moldy rye bread. Oh yeah, apparently. I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I guess the colony admitted the trials were wrong, and I guess they compensated families, families. Of, the, of the people that were women that were killed. See that. Rem- Reminds me of a great movie called The Witch, which I've talked about several <laughs> times on the podcast. I still need to watch that. Uh, oh my god, is that an incredible movie? Um, it's like, like literally, like, like the first pioneer time, like the first Americans <laughs> yeah. here, and they get cast away because of whatever. And they speak in that like that like really thick accent. You probably want to watch it with the subtitles. Yeah, but these kids are fucking off the wall obnoxious. I have to watch. It's ridiculous. It. Yeah, I still need to see that. She's a witch. She's a witch. It's so good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like hardcore pioneer time horror slash like gritty. Like these people were hard. Like this guy <laughs> built a log cabin. These people were hard. He built a fucking log cabin with his bare hands. And he that's even what, pe- that's that what people fucking did back then, man. And they got these fucking goats and this shit and these chickens and 
Oh, it's such a good movie. I hope to watch that. Anyways, what else you got? Common misconception. Medieval scholars thought the earth was flat. Yeah, I saw this one. This was pretty interesting, too. So, Pat, you and I, we've talked about the ancients. We've talked about medieval people and everything like that. And one thing that we have agreed on is that these people were are probably were probably much more smarter than we are today. Definitely. Like, in terms of, like, per person, yeah. Yes. And the things that they didn't have versus what we have, these people were, ex- were extremely smart. And tough. And tough. Basically, the shape and the size of the Earth was calculated with astounding precision during, like, ancient Greece and throughout the Christian age, basically. Sure. The idea that the Earth was flat actually came about in the 17th century. It was a, it was a, basically a campaign to discredit Catholic teaching by Protestants. So the Protestants... We're trying to call the Catholics flat earthers, basically. Basically, yes. So, basically, another mi- misconception that ties into that, when Christopher Columbus came over to... I, he he did not... He was not the only one that believed that the world was round. Yes. A bunch of people believed that the, that the earth was round. He just wanted to prove that the earth was not as big as they thought it was. Yes. Which, I had literally the exact same two breakdowns tied in together. <laughs> Perfect. Which is kind of funny. But he just, he was, they thought it was just too far away. Yes. They thought exactly. there, there's no way your boat's going to last that long, basically, or something like that. Right. They were both wrong, I guess, because he didn't account for the Americas. Yeah. He never landed in America. He landed in the Caribbean islands. Well, so the Americas. Yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't the, the United East, States. It wasn't the East Indies. Sure. He thought he was going to the East Indies. He thought he was going to the fucking Philippines and oh, Indonesia, okay. that area. That's where he thought he was going. Okay. That's where he thought he landed. Yeah, well, he landed in like... The West fucking, Indies, which yeah. is the Caribbean. Okay. Basically. Yes. That's that's a really interesting one. I didn't know that. We were, always, we were taught so much bullshit. Like, I wanted I my money back I know. for all my education. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> because <laughs> this is ridiculous. Anyways, I got a few more. Go ahead. Uh, did you know looking into a microwave is not going to cause cancer? Yes. I I'm... was always taught that you shouldn't look into a microwave. My mom always told me it was going to give me a headache. My dad said, don't worry about it. <laughs> He's the only person that said, don't worry about it. Yeah, I've never. I, I've, I've always looked in the microwave. No, I still, I don't really, but I guess I could now. I'm going to start doing it. Might as well. Yep. Anyways, I guess it, the, the radiation is non-ionizing, which apparently has something to do with not giving you cancer. Cool. So that's pretty good. I got another good one real quick. Have you ever heard of the rule of thumb? Mm-hmm. I was always taught that the rule of thumb said that a man could use a stick on his wife as long as it wasn't thicker than his thumb back in the olden times. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear that? That's not actually the case. That's just a made-up story. <laughs> the rule of thumb was just a measurement used in trading. Where they would, like, a thumb length of whatever. Yeah, okay. And that, that's that been around forever. That's funny. The reason why the rule of thumb took off is that the mainstream media caught whiff of it being a disciplined weapon for a man against his wife. <laughs> and CNN and the Washington Post all ran all these ridiculous stories in the <laughs> 80s about it. Sounds like something CNN would do. About how using that, that phrase is so sexist. When it really wasn't, it was just a made-up thing that got fed to them, and they ran with it. A bunch of idiots. And what's funny is that's there's a scene in the Boondock Saints where some woman talks about it and goes on this rampage against this guy. <laughs> Men used to be able to beat their wives with a stick as long as it wasn't bigger than her thumb, because he, he said the phrase rule of thumb, and she went, right. she tore him a new asshole over it. Unreal. And it's not even a real story. That's hilarious. That one's pretty good. Do you have any more? Yeah, I got some more. You ever heard of Benjamin Franklin? Yes. So many believe that Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the United States national bird, but this is not true at all. You realize that you talked about this on episode 20? Did I? And you believed it back in episode 20? Did I? <laughs> yeah. 
It was on. It was on that. I think it was that. It was. It's an episode I listened to a lot. I think it was a conspiracies episode, which That's I thought funny. was a really funny episode. Well, I did until this bullshit. And you're like, did you know the turkey wanted to be was supposed to be the country representative animal of the United States? Well, this is really funny. Um, I downloaded a book on Audible. It's a biography about Benjamin Franklin. Okay. And it and it talks about this very thing right here. I, I learned about the misconception when I downloaded this book. Okay. Now I think of Benjamin Franklin as silence do good. He was Benjamin Franklin was a jokester. Yeah. Like he was he was very comical. I agree. And uh he was basically he was writing a letter to his daughter and in the letter he joked about turkeys being our national bird bird because he never he never really liked bald eagles. He thought that bald eagles had bad attitudes or sure some shit like that. But but he never meant he never truly meant that he wanted the turkey to be the national bird. He is he was just an anti eagleite. Yes. Okay. Basically. That's pretty good. You know that Mount Everest is not the tallest mountain in the world? Yeah, isn't it one in the ocean or something? Or isn't it one of the like an island or something? Yeah, uh, I think it's a volcano. Okay. Now, Mount Everest does have the highest peak above sea level. Yes. But from summit to peak, the Mauna Kea from summit to peak is more than thirty three thousand five hundred feet. Wow. And it's about 13,000 feet above sea level. Okay. Now, Mount Everest stands at over 29,000 feet. so Which is still really high. Very, very high. But it is not the biggest mountain. Yeah. I, nah, I can see it. Pretty crazy. See, I want to climb K2, which is like the second highest above sea level mountain. Is that in the Himalayas? Yeah. yeah nice. I think it's in Pakistan. Nice. I always wanted to go there. Anyways, you have any more? Yeah. I got a bunch more still. You can roll a couple if you want. Okay. You ever see the phrase Xmas? Yes. Everyone assumes that that was an attempt to take Jesus out of Christmas. I just put an X there. Not the case. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Uh, it, I guess X represents the Greek letter chi in some chai, chi, chai, C-H-I. Mm-hmm. X represents that letter in some written, written Greek, whatever. And that she has been used as a scribal abbreviation for Christ since the 12th century. Wow. So the X has just been used as an abbreviation for someone writing quickly about Jesus. Yeah, honestly, I've used that multiple times in my life. Like My mom always got mad at me for saying Xmas because they're like, oh, the seculars are trying to get Jesus out of Christmas. (laughs) It's not even a a thing. Like all of our totes that held our Christmas decorations, we wrote Xmas on them just to label them. Sure. Because we didn't want to spell out Christmas. See, I would have been kicked out of the house for that. But... (laughs) Apparently, you were well within your your rights to do that. Fantastic. Anyways, I got a couple more. Sure. I got another Bible one real quick. Wow. You know the Apostle St. Paul? Mm Mm-hmm. What was his name before he became Paul? Saul. Saul. That's right. Remember that? That's a whole big thing, how he changed his name? Yeah. He didn't actually change his name. He was born with both a Jewish and a Roman name because he was born as a Roman citizen, even though he was also Jewish or Hebrew. Ah. So, he was born both Paul and Saul. Then he (laughs) he carried both names his entire life. It's just a made-up story that, oh, he changed his name. It really isn't. That's not really how it happened. Interesting. And despite what you might see on the media, you know that crime in the United States has been on a steady decline since 1993? I did know that. It might have spiked up a little bit in the last five years or so. Yeah. But it's been going down, so it's spiking back up isn't really compared to where it was. That is actually something I did know. And here's an interesting one. Back to the ancient Greeks. Did you you ever see these ancient Greek and Roman statues? And they're always these white statues. Mm -hmm. They were actually painted back then. The paint just deteriorated over time. So they're all brightly colored. Isn't that weird to think about? That is kind of weird to think about. Like, you always see this architecture, it's all white, and you think it's kind of just like a cool, but kind of like a monochromatic style. That's not really how it was. There's a misconception about the pyramids as well. Is there? They were actually, I'm pretty sure they were actually painted as well, and they were actually plated in gold, some of them. Yeah, I've seen that before. over the years, they're, you know, 
they're all washed up now. Well, people probably stole the gold. That too. See, I think that that lends credit to the alien power generator hypothesis. I agree. Could have been they could have been nuclear reactors that played in the gold. Yeah. Think about it. Makes sense to me. Anyways, here's another one, and this is kind of funny. Have you ever heard of Abner Doubleday? Abner Doubleday. He is best known as the man who was credited with creating the game of baseball. Okay. I don't understand how the hell he got credited for creating the game of baseball because he really didn't. He really didn't have anything to do with it. But he was a Civil War general, or I think he was a brigadier general or something. Hmm. And he fought in the Battle of Gettysburg. Good. For, hey. And he has a statue at in Gettysburg. No shit. And I remember going to Gettysburg and seeing that statue and being like, Abner Doubleday was in Gettysburg? I, that's <laughs> why I always knew him was, was the baseball guy. He didn't, even, he didn't even. Nothing to do with it, huh? Yep. Did he play baseball? I don't know. Now, could you imagine trying to sell the game of baseball? Like, you write out all the rules and trying to explain it to somebody for the first time. It's like, okay, I'm going to throw this ball at you. I'm the pitcher, and you got the catcher. He's going to catch it. You're going to try to hit it. <laughs> now, if the ball is in the strike zone, it's a strike. But if it's if the ball's outside of the strike zone, it's a ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I feel like it wasn't explained like that. I feel like... There was a comedy bit back in the 1920s where there was a guy trying to call the board game company or the game company trying to sell baseball. <laughs> and that's that was kind of how it went. That's funny. Um, do you have any more? Yeah. You ever heard of Frankenstein? Yes. Many people believe that Frankenstein was the monster in Mary Shelley's original 1818 book, Frankenstein. Frank- Actually, Frankenstein was the was the creator of the monster. Yep, he was a scientist. A lot of people don't 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 know that. A lot of people think Frankenstein was the monster. The monster was just the monster. Exactly. Frankenstein's monster. Yep, right. That's a good one. Yeah. This is a new one for me. Cinco de Mayo is not the Mexican Independence Day. Did you know that? I did know that. I figured that out last year at work. But it's really the celebration of the battle of Puebla against the French on May 5th, 1862. That's pretty interesting. Mm. This one is crazy. And this one came up at work in the manager's office. We were They were talking about this. I guess this isn't a real thing. Have you ever heard of the Candiru fish, which lives in the Amazon? Uh-uh. It's a parasitic catfish that, according to rumor, can swim up your... Uh, swim up your, uh, your... Your wee-wee hole? Yeah. Oh, boy. It can't actually do that, though. Thank God. But they were talking about that at work yesterday. Why were they talking about that at work They were yesterday? talking about vicious fish in the Amazon. Wow. This is going on in the manager's office. It was ridiculous. And then he's like, man, you know, I don't want to be in that river. If they, if they can swim up that, no, I'm not going in there. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's good. That's great. Did you know what? Possums don't actually eat ticks. What do they eat? Not not ticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny because I'm pretty sure my mom told me that possums eat ticks like three weeks ago. Somebody somebody was talking about that. Man, your mom's maybe, not maybe, my, like, maybe my uncle. Your mom's not going to like this episode. No. You know house flies? You ever see those little flies? Oh, yeah. I can't stand them. They live for a day, right? Wrong. They live for about 20 to 30 days. No shit. Everyone assumes they live for a day because of mayflies, which do live for a day. And an adult mayfly could have a lifespan of only five minutes. That's rough. Isn't that ridiculous? I can't stand mayflies, though. Yeah, they're terrible. Have you ever been on, like, like the, the lake coast? Yes. When the mayflies are there? Yes. Back when I played baseball, our stadium was out there. Yep. And it would just rain mayflies in yep. June. It was like, it literally looked like it was snowing outside. You have to bring a power washer. Definitely. Daddy long leg spiders. You ever see those? Yeah. Everybody tells you that, they, that they're the most venomous spider out there. Sure. But they can't bite human skin. Yeah. They can bite, they can penetrate human skin and they do have venom. But it's not enough to really do anything. They're just gonna make you like itchy wow. at best. So they're they're not like the black widow or anything no, like no. that. And earwigs don't actually climb in people's ears. I never even knew. I've never even heard it. I don't even know. Earwigs. You ever seen earwig? No. 
Like they're like those little bugs that have like like those things on the back, like the claws on the back. You ever seen an earwig? Oh, oh, okay. Those are called earwigs. Yeah. What the fuck? I they're didn't weird. Know that. They're creepy. Yeah. We used to have an earwigs. We used to have them at my house. I haven't seen one in a long time though. Yeah, I haven't seen one I haven't in a seen, while either. Like any bugs recently, which is good. I get bugs down here all the time. And people do not eat spiders at night. You ever hear that story where you like, yeah. eat spiders at night? Yeah. I guess when you're sleeping, a sleeping human makes enough subliminal noise that a spider's not going to go anywhere near it. Yeah, that makes sense. Under most circumstances. They like the quiet. Yeah. Do you have any more you want to get in? Pat, have you ever heard of the Declaration of Independence? Yes, the greatest document known to man. Now, we all know that the United States was founded officially on July 4th, 1776. And we celebrate that day every year with fireworks. Or was it? It wasn't. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like we did talk about this before, but I want to get into a breakdown of this. So the first draft of the declaration was presented on July 2nd, and it was revised and approved July 4th. This was when John Hancock signed it, but it took many months for all members of the Continental Congress to sign it because yeah. not all of them were able to convene. Like, you know, all the paintings of all the, you know, the paintings of all the uh, Continental Congress in the background, they're all debating and shit, and you got the... Yeah, they all weren't there. All the people in the background and the the famous paintings of them signing the Declaration of Independence and everything, they all weren't there. Yep. They all were not able to be there. Exactly. Like they can't they didn't were they weren't able to travel like we do now, right? Could you imagine working at Independence Hall knowing that all this shit didn't actually happen there? <laughs> Literally. And you know, most delegates were able to sign um, the Declaration of Independence on August 2nd, and others even signed it after that, yeah. more at a later date. It also took two weeks for the Declaration to be written on parchment in a clear hand, meaning that it was it needed to be written so that it was, like, perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So th- there's probably a lot of... I wonder how many times it took them to write it out perfectly. Probably a lot. <laughs> because, I mean, think about it this way. Have you seen, like, what our union contracts used to look like? Well, it's, like it's like literally, like, handwritten shit, like the union contracts. Uh-huh. It's, like, handwritten shit, like, scribbled out. Yeah. It's, like, this is the official This is the official document. Yeah. I've like, what the them. hell is that? <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I, I can believe that it probably took a while to get it perfect. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely. That's all I have for misconceptions. See, I feel like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Every August, what was it, August 2nd? Yeah. We're going to have a huge celebration every year. I, I, I agree. I think we got to celebrate that day. That should be an important day. I agree. Anyways, dinosaurs are not really extinct, but not really. Basically, theropods, you, you can look at the lineage of a theropod and find some birds that still have like that, that lineage, basically. Aren't alligators basically dinosaurs? I guess they kind of are, too. I don't know for sure. Timothy has this whole thing where birds are actually reptiles. I don't know if it's real or not, but he, he keeps telling us that birds are reptiles. Are alligators older than crocs? I don't know. I thought they were basically the same thing. Oh, they got different snouts or muzzles or something. I think a crocodile is a more narrow. Well, one of them can survive in fresh water too, can't they? Pretty sure an alligator can. Alligators? I'm pretty yeah. sure because you see them in people's pools. Yeah. I think there's a difference between a freshwater and a saltwater crocodile though. Yeah, you're right. There are. Because yeah. like crocodiles are in the Nile. Yeah, that's right. True. But not alligators. Weird. I don't know. It's really weird how there's two separate species that are like basically the same thing. The same thing. But it's like their snouts are a little bit different. (laughs) Isn't that weird? It's really weird. Like, you know, I don't really think about crocodiles. I always think of alligators. I don't really think that crocodiles exist. Right. Except for the fucking crocodile hunter. (laughs) Who, he's dead now. Steve Irwin. Rest in peace. Yeah. He was a real one. Crikey. 
had this little Steve Irwin board game yeah. where it's like it's like you move around the board, but every once in a while the crocodile get activated, and the crocodile is this motorized crocodile thing, mm-hmm. and it would drive around the board, and if it knocked over your character or ate them, it would like eat your character's game piece. I think it's on Hulu or Netflix or something, but some show follows their his kid, his family's life oh, and shit. Uh, it's kind of cool. Terry and I don't know, can't remember what those. I can't remember their names. Or... Yeah. You have any more? Nope. That's that's it for me, man. All right, we're gonna do the rundown of my bullshit. I got a few more. Go ahead. Did you know that lightning does strike the same place twice quite often? Hmm. You ever hear that phrase? Lightning doesn't strike the same place twice. I feel like I've seen it do that. Like you ever you ever seen a lightning strike? Sure. I feel like it does hit it. Like well, for example, the Empire. State building has been hit. It gets hit about a hundred times a year. Yeah. Definitely. So where the hell that saying came from? <laughs> I have no idea. Just someone just saying bullshit. Oh, that, that's a catchy phrase. Right. I guess I've never been shot by lightning twice, so must be true. Like, well, that one motherfucker. <laughs> what the hell was his name? He got he got struck like eight times. Roy Cleveland Sullivan. Roy Cleveland Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. Tell it to that man. <laughs> He's not buying that for a minute. <laughs> that one motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to lightning real quick. You ever hear of heat lightning? Yes. It's not really a real phenomenon. Basically, what happens with heat lightning is during certain times of the year with certain atmospheric conditions, the ceiling is really high up. So you can see a lot farther in the distance in the sky than you otherwise would Mm -hmm. be able to. So you're just looking at a really far away thunderstorm where the sound can't travel. The thunder sound can't travel far enough for you to hear it, but you can still see the flash of the lightning. It's really fun to watch. Yes, it is interesting. But it's it's not an atmospheric thing. It's just... There's a storm going on in right. Texarkana or wherever, Mishawaka, Indiana. Yeah, and we you can see it. We used to we go down south, to Florida. You can see it out in the ocean. It's there you go. It's yeah, awesome. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you know waking up a sleepwalker doesn't really harm them? And it's a better idea than letting them just continue on. Yeah, probably it makes sense. I've always been taught never to walk a sleepwalker. I've always been told that too. You should probably wake him up. Now, do you sleepwalk, man? I don't think so. Tim used to a little bit. Like we would find him like sleeping in the bathroom or something. Well, pretty sure Josh walked across the street once. Really? Yeah. No shit. Or no, Josh. No, we were in Florida. Josh got up, walked into our parents' room, and he opened the door to go outside, and it was thunderstorming out in Florida. And mom's like, "Josh, what are you doing?" And Josh was like, "I'm going to the bathroom." He starts oh, to walk wow. outside, sleepwalking. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Now, how old was he? I don't remember how old he was. Probably like ten. Yeah. Eleven. That seemed like a ten-year-old Josh thing to do. Yeah. And did you know that if you're like watching a person? swimming and they're drowning you probably wouldn't notice that they're drowning until it's too late usually you see in the movies people screaming and yelling for help that almost never actually happens because the person that's really struggling to swim probably can't really vocalize yeah. anything okay so makes sense you're not going to really notice someone's drowning until it's too late hmm, that and sucks you ever hear the phrase that half your body heat is lost through your head yes that's not true either you lose heat through your head but it's equal to everything else going on with your body mm-hmm. and the reason why this one took off is there was a study in the 50s where they were testing out arctic suits to see they were able to measure the the heat that was being given off but the suit didn't have a hat on it or a hood <laughs> so it's like oh shit all the heat's leaving through the head because it's the only part not covered by the suit <laughs> half your body heat must leave through the head because of that they didn't even consider the fact that, oh, well, he doesn't have a hat on her. <laughs> so, yeah, she do want to have a hat on 
Yeah. But you're not losing a disproportionate amount of heat through your head. It's just because of this one study, and this one study became so prominent Unreal. that everybody just assumed that it was true, <laughs> even though there was no backing to it. That's so funny. And did you know that stress doesn't actually contribute to hypertension? Hmm. Which is interesting. And I was thinking about this for a second. A lot of you hear about that, like stress is going to create heart issues, blood pressure issues, whatever. And I can kind of see where you might assume that. But usually people that have a lot of stress also do other things where they don't really take care of themselves very well. Mm-hmm. I think that those are what cause the create, the, create the hypertension. It's not necessarily the stress. Now, the stress could be a contributing factor, I guess. But it, people, you always see people that are stressed out. They're smoking a lot. They're not sleeping yeah, a lot. It's yeah. shit like that that I think pumps your blood pressure up. Caffeine. It makes sense, yeah. But I, I don't know if caffeine really affects blood pressure nearly as much as people say it is. I think it's worse if you are not a regular user and you start using caffeine. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't imagine coffee. It's not necessarily good for you. Like the caffeine, if you have heart issues, you don't want to go crazy with the caffeine. Like I've heard no. people completely fucking their heart up because like they're drinking like 12 Red Bulls a day or something. Yeah, it's too much. But, you know, anyways. Coffee itself is is good for you yeah like I, I like my tea like well it's black black coffee yes isn't bad for you and tea isn't no, bad for it, you it's, either. it's actually a preferred um like pre-workout drink no. is straight black coffee before you work out it's a good boost of energy sure it's good for your digestive tract it's good for your bowels and it doesn't di- dehydrate you no it doesn't unless you're not a regular user if you don't drink coffee and you start drinking coffee it might become a diuretic a little bit but if you're a regular coffee drinker you're going to get very similar it's not going to be per- as good as water but it's very close yeah same thing with with black tea yep now you don't want to be adding sugar right or sweeteners to it because that's going to kind of mitigate the effects to an extent but like for hydration yeah because every morning i i drink one cup of coffee a day sure and when i pee afterwards my pee's clear as shit there you go that's good yep <laughs> <laughs> very important details that we're getting into <sighs> Okay, I've got to, I'm going to clean this up real quick. i got a few more. Sure. Rust does not cause tetanus. You ever hear about that? You step yeah. on a rusty nail, you're going to get tetanus? Yeah. It's not the rust that does it. It's bacteria that usually exists. If rust exists, usually the same bacteria is probably in the mix somewhere. It's the bacteria that causes the tetanus. It's usually found around rusty nails because they usually sh- coexist. But rust itself isn't going to cause tetanus. Okay. And a dog's mouth is not cleaner than a human's mouth. I knew that. I know. I never believed that bullshit. That was bullshit. Yeah, I, I never believed believe that people bullshit. Like eating ice cream with their dog and shit. <laughs> ugh, ugh. I don't want. See, I don't want a dog anywhere near me. I don't I'm terrified. Of I don't him. like it. I don't like when dogs lick me. I can't. Yeah, I no, do not like no. it. I don't know where the hell that tongue's been. Everywhere. Yeah, literally. <laughs> And gum does not take seven years to digest. Yeah. I, Your yeah. body can't even digest gum, so it just shoots it out. Yep. And did you know you can't drown in quicksand? It's, like, I, physically I impossible to, like, drown in it. You can get stuck. And a lot of quicksand happens near the ocean. So mm-hmm. if you get stuck and the tide comes in, then you're fucked. Yeah, you're but fucked there. But drowning in quick, sinking in quicksand isn't really going to actually kill now, you. Now, can you get totally submerged in quicksand? Because then how would you breathe? See, sand is different than, like, earth. Yeah, but I can't imagine you'd be able to breathe very well if you're submerged in sand. Maybe not very well, but sand's different. There's enough air molecules that can like, reverberate. If, like, now, if mud is mud would be different. Like, if you're breathing in sand? We're going to have to run some tests. You can run some <laughs> tests. <laughs> and then I got one more real quick. Did you know you can't really see the Great Wall of China from space? 
Yeah. That's just a made up thing. No because think about it. If you could see that, would you not be able to see like the highways in Atlanta? Yeah. Like, it's like not all that, that other shit. They're, they can't be that wide. It's not that wide. It's yeah. just a made up story. Like you can, you can see the fucking Grand Canyon because it's like how many miles wide? Yeah. You can see that from space, but, and even that's not easy to see from space. Exactly. So that's just people bullshit. Yeah. Us, yeah. I, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I used to have a lot of misconceptions back in the day. I can't really think of any, but I used to think a lot of dumb shit. You can't think of any, but then when you read it, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I thought it was a pretty funny discussion. Yeah. considered. That was a good one. I enjoyed that one. Uh, if you have any misconceptions, please tweet us at 30 in the. And if you want to challenge any of our misconceptions that we brought up, please tweet us. Please comment on our Facebook. Let us know what you think. We love a good challenge. This could be a very controversial episode. There could, could be a lot be. of people who had their who had their world shattered. <laughs> like, oh, I believed all of these. I always thought these were true. That is why I don't like people that speak in facts as if they are facts when they don't actually know. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> He's gone so far. He's like, it's like there's like a circle of academia, and it's like, okay, you're really smart, and I, you, then you just keep going. Then he starts to swing back around. And he's, he's like <laughs> on the opposite end at this point. Like he might be smart, but he just says all this shit. I can't. I don't know why. I just can't stand the dude. He's obsessed with himself. I think is where it begins and ends. There you go. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Anyways, so listeners have been really good. Nice. We got a nice little listener spike. Yeah, keep, and we even, keep listening, guys. Even after that, we still had like 25, 26 active people hit the show this week after the big spike. Nice. But the big spike was like 267 people. I don't know where the hell these people came from. Nice. We're up to over 3,600 listens, wow. which is thank you guys a lot so much. Better than the 31 that we reported two weeks ago. So wow, episodes are looking good. I've been actually pretty happy. I'm looking at the stats. Like I thought we had some good content. And I'm like, there's only only 13 people listen to this show, and it's like, oh, 35 did. You know what I mean? Right. So we're, we're getting up there. Awesome. I thought last episode was pretty solid. I thought that was a great editing job. Thank you. I did my best. How are you feeling about the editing? Are you getting comfortable with it? Yeah. I mean, I mean like, I it took me a while this week to get sure. it up, but total time doing it, it didn't take me that long. Yeah. I, I'll be able to get this one done this week. Now that I'm in a routine, I'm kind of sure. Settling. I don't mind doing it. No, I'm settled in at this point. So I, you, I'm, I'm working the same amount of hours, roughly. I'm there a little bit longer longer but it's not that much so and i'm able to get my errands done quicker so yeah i've got about the same amount of time so i'll be able to get this one up no problem Uh, we need to figure out what else is going on in your house because (laughs) this has been about as active as it's been yeah it's weird it's weird uh we'll we'll have to do a ghost hunt here yeah we have to get tim on board with this one definitely uh please tweet us out there and please let us know if you have any topic ideas comment on our facebook page yes but thank you guys for listening this has been a great episode peace (laughs) okay real quick you have to tell me about this crazy thing that happened to you okay yeah so i have the proof right here it's a piece of dog food right yeah you guys had dogs in the house we had dog we had dogs in the house it's longer than two weeks ago it was the middle it was beginning of march i think yeah it was the middle of march yes so dogs have been out of this house for a while now the dogs never came over to this area, and their food was never down here. Granted, I could see how a piece of food might get down here. Maybe it was in their mouth or, you know, whatever. So it would make sense that we had to, but But here's the thing. The dogs were here a long time ago, and we've done a lot of cleaning since then. And we've done, like, uber cleaning after the dogs left, right? Uber cleaning? Uber cleaning. So I'm sitting here. Okay, I got an idea real quick. Sure. You're going to start your own cleaning service. Oh, God. Where it's like Uber. 
but it's a cleaning. Sure. That's a good idea. Yep. I'm so, not very sharp today. <laughs> me neither. So, I'm sitting here, I'm editing the episode, and all of a sudden, out of absolutely nowhere, this is thrown into the studio from nowhere. It it was just like tossed in here. I saw it fly through the air and hit the ground and bounce into the studio. What time of day was this? I don't remember. You got to get together a log and just log all this shit. Dude, I'm not even fucking kidding. It was the most... Re- I was freaked out. I had to quit. I'm like, I'm fucking going upstairs, bro. It was literally just thrown at me. I'm like, where Who the fuck... Who threw it? Did- Who threw it? The fucking ghost. Where was your family at? It came... Paige was... Paige was upstairs in bed. What was Hudson doing? Hudson was sleeping in his crib. You didn't sneak out? No. He doesn't... He can't do that. It's physically impossible for him to do that. I was doing a lot of shit when I was a two-year-old. I'll tell you what, dude. I I don't know where it came from, where it fell from. I, I was looking up on the ceiling. I was like, where the fuck did this thing come from? It literally just flew into the studio. Is this the first instance of poltergeist activity in your house? I think so. It was literally thrown. It flew through the air. Not even fucking kidding. I had to go upstairs. <laughs> you were done. It was just like, that was it? Yeah. I was like, bro, I'm kind of creeped out right now. How did you feel? Did you feel any energy or force? And no, I just I just felt like, wow, something just threw something at me. Wow. Because at first, I didn't pick it up. At first, I was because I was in the middle of fucking editing. And I saw it come in. And I at first, I thought it was a bug. So I, I, I just kind of took a second gla- glance at it. But when I looked back down at it, I was like, that's not a fucking bug. That's a piece of dog food how the fuck is there dog food down here and where did it fly in at who, who threw this it's unbelievable so it could have been a bug you could have just not noticed no dog food it was not a bug 100 percent not a fucking bug i don't know man like i heard it like like that like i heard it hit the ground and everything <laughs> okay it's a good story. That's what happened. I'm not going to say it's not a ghost. I don't have an explanation for I it. I don't either. That's pretty ridiculous. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of 4.30 in the morning. This is your boy, Ben. And Pat is back as well. How you doing, Pat? You know, I was going to do this thing real quick. Where you're going to say, this is your boy, Ben. And I was going to say, and I am the Jets. I'm missing something here. Benny and the Jets. Oh. Like Elton John. Yeah, it's a good song. That's what I was going to do for this opening. And I forgot about it. Damn. It would have been funny. Do you want to redo it? No. Okay. Because I, I, it needs to be like a, like a spontaneous thing. You can't plan something like that out. Sure. Anyways. Right. That's where the biggest impetus of the entire problem comes to a head. Definitely. So, with that in mind, we have to cut all that. (laughs) (laughs) 
But no, you're right about that. No, but I just it just it. But it's not just what I thought. It's not convenient because peaceful people aren't convenient. Peaceful, self-sustainable people are not convenient. Exactly. So, anyways. Where the fuck were we at? Continental Congress in the background. They're all debating and shit. And you got the... Yeah, they all weren't there. Dude. Not to cut you off. I think you are the source of your paranormal activity. When we heard that noise was right when you shot your hand up. (laughs) I think you can use the force, dude. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. Cut. Before we get into this, what kind of research did you do? Do you have, like, breakdowns? Because I literally have, like, one sentence for most of these. I have, like, they look long, but they're quick. And then my last three are basically quick. Okay. So I'll tell you what. I have a couple breakdowns, but they're not long. I've got, I've got this much, but everyone's a different one. <laughs> Shit, I don't, have, gonna, I don't have that many. But they're but gonna be quick. Sounds good. So you can, you can get started. Okay. Well, well, we don't even know what the fuck we're talking we about. We haven't even yet. told anyone your main topic yet. <laughs> God. <laughs> what is the main topic today, sir? We're gonna be going over misconceptions. 